Hello, this is Pastor Zach from Vinco Brethren Church, and we are so happy you decided to stream our sermon online. And we as a church just want to say hello. We have prayed over the sermon earnestly that God speaks life and truth into it, and that you feel challenged and encouraged by God's word. We encourage you to use these podcasts as supplemental material to your local church experience and encourage you to get plugged in at your local church. If you are looking for a local church in the Johnstown, Richland, or Ebensburg, Pennsylvania area, Vinco Brethren Church is very close to you. Shortly after this message, there will be a short worship song that will play, and then there will be a transition uh, sound into our sermon podcast. May God bless you, and stay tuned. Welcome, church family. Before before we start this sermon and baby dedication service, uh, let us bow our heads in prayer. Lord, you are so good to us, God. Thank you for adopting us as children, God, that we are no longer orphans, God, but we are adopted into your family. And God, that we just get to, uh, our family just gets bigger as we come to services like this in a in a child dedication that that child is uh, under your care and control, God, and that we realize our role as a church family within it. And I, I just pray that we can, uh, as a church, lead this child to uh, to Jesus, that you allow us to speak truth uh, into this child's life, God. And uh, God, just speak word into this message today that we can just hear your voice as uh, your uh, sons and daughters of your of your word. And God, uh, thank you so much for, for Jesus Christ that um, God, we get to worship um, through the Spirit each each and every weekend, God. And I pray as we go out of these walls that we continue to just look at ourselves as the family of Christ, God. You are so good to us. And God, uh, allow us to not forget that in the monotony of life. We pray over this message this morning and over this child dedication service. In your name, Lord Jesus, amen. Amen. What a special Sunday it is. And um, we're here to celebrate a child dedication for the Kuzmiak family. But um, we're also here to to listen to God's word and what it says about children. So, so that word children, <laughs> that word children can make parents cry and not always tears of joy. But this morning, a scripture reading will come to us from a man by the name of Solomon. I've studied Solomon very closely throughout my years of being a a Bible nerd, and there are a few conclusions I've made about him. Solomon is wise, and Solomon understands the joy of children. Some of you today might think, well, then Solomon hasn't been around enough kids in his life then. Well, I can't argue with that because I don't personally know Solomon, you know, if he was or if he wasn't around a lot of kids. But Solomon was a wise ruler who God blessed with extreme wisdom. We learn Solomon's heart in Proverbs, often teaching and equipping families with lines of advice to better follow and understand God's heart and nature. But people like Solomon and, and King David were along with being wise, they were also poets. They enjoyed to write wisdom uh, in, in lyrical 
poems, and uh, they often taught on the on earthly matters and how to best worship God in these earthly matters. Solomon has a famous psalm. It's a psalm that is traditionally preached on when a the sermon topic is centered around children, and thus I will be preaching on that psalm. You know, big surprise. I do not think this psalm is a cliche, nor do I think pastors have it wrong when they are choosing to share this spot in the psalms when talking about children. Solomon has great insight for not only sharing his heart to parents, but also he he sheds light on how we as a church can view the joy of children. So let's together read through Psalm 127 if you have your Bibles with you today or if you would uh, like to read the words on the screen behind me, you know, that's always up there. Um, So we are going to start in Psalm 127 verse 1. Unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the guards stand watch in vain. In vain you rise up early and stay up late, toiling for food to eat, for he grants sleep to those he loves. Children are are a heritage from the Lord, offspring a reward from him. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are children born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be put to shame when they contend with their opponents in court. Mm. When I was a child, my mother always put me to bed by by me going around the room and saying goodnight to everything in the room. I think this was because I was obsessed with the book Goodnight Moon. My mom would always teach me about this this man named Jesus. And he would and she would share with me the love of God. At a young age, I grew into wanting to know more about this peculiar book she shared with me called the Bible. When I grew up, I quickly realized that the the Bible my mom shared with me was vastly different than the one she encouraged me to read and look at while I was in church. It lacked pictures. Though the Bible lacked pictures, my mom taught me how to imagine Jesus was physically here beside me. As I started to think about how the scripture brought Jesus to life, I felt my heart uh longing and yearning to know more about him. As I got older, a lot older, like college older, freshman year, I realized that Jesus wanted a personal relationship with me. By God's grace, he personally sent his one and only son, Jesus, to die on a cross that I deserved. I realized that I lacked a serious relationship with Jesus Christ. And he isn't too far off in um, and he's, he's, uh, he isn't a far off story and he isn't a far off picture book or he isn't something that's out of reach, but, but church Solomon understood that God's goodness dwells within the gift of children. Today, my family and I share a deep connection with Jesus that interties my siblings and my parents and it's all rooted within how Solomon talks about children. So let's break down what exactly the joy of children actually means rooted in Psalm 127. First and foremost, Solomon gets it. 
Solomon understands that it is labor to be a parent. Solomon does instruct something that is worth noting and holding close to our hearts, that unless the Lord builds the house, the builders will labor, labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the guards stand watch in vain. The Lord God has to be the foundation and the overseer, for we are the stewarding body of God's gifts. Children are a joy and God's, and God's so let's not forget that our labor is not in vain when the Lord builds a house. But rather, let's labor within the knowledge that God has to be the foundation for every family. For if we don't have a foundation of God in our children, it's like building a house on sand. But if we build a house with God, Matthew 7.24 tells us this, Therefore, Everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock, for God is our firm foundation. Next, we are shown that blessing comes from the recognition of God. He will grant sleep and rest when we turn over our lives to him. Sure, it may not come right away or in a way that we think it will come, but God wants us to find refuge in his love. The psalmist says he grants sleep to those he loves. God's love extends to everyone, but we have to be willing to receive and accept that love. We are the ones that have to accept God's love. Or we will be doing what the latter of what the psalmist explains, which is, in vain you rise up early and stay up late, toiling for food to eat. This is because struggle will look like a burden that only you personally are carrying. We have to recognize that in the process of family, God will bless and help carry burdens. But we have to be willing to accept the blessings and the help. We next come to verse 3. This is the famous verse. I want every person in here to hear this. Whether you had an awesome mom or dad, or maybe you did have a, uh, didn't have the best relationship with your, with your parents, or maybe you didn't even know who your parents were, I need you to hear this. God thinks of you as a blessing on this earth. You are here because God wants you and God wants you to know his love. Parents, if you have children, listen to this. Children are a heritage from the Lord, an offspring, a reward from him. Treasure that. Tell your children you love them. Reflect the love of God. Maybe you haven't told your son or daughter you love them in a while. I encourage you to share the love of God with your family today. The last point the psalmist makes is children are a joy because we can learn from them. While parents and grandparents, you have loads of blessed wisdom and knowledge. Solomon writes, like arrows in the hands of a warrior are children born in one's youth. Children are strong in this comparison, but why? Why is Solomon saying this? This is because children can teach us how to be advocates for Christ on, and um, they can ground us. Parents, listen to your children. Mm. Parents, listen to your children. Yeah, I know. I just said that. <laughs> yes, raising, or if you have raised your children, I understand it is labor, but parents love your children, and kids, young adults, love your parents. 
Like Solomon said, you are like arrows in the hands of a warrior. You can show God by the way you live your life, your young, adult, young, childlike life. And a gospel can even pierce a heart, even from a child, being shared from a child. I want you to know that... Um, that we're here because of the joy of uh, of a dedication. That we are gathered here for for a special service. It's exciting whenever a new child enters a family. There is no greater moment when parents sense that children are a gift from God. In these joyful moments, pastors have the privilege of sharing how parents can express their full appreciation to God through baby dedication. While some Christian ministers baptize babies, the following order of service is for those who prefer what J.I. Packer describes as a dry baptism. Dedicating a child acknowledges God's sovereignty not only over the child, but also over mom and dad. Parents present their child before God and his people asking for grace and wisdom and carrying out their responsibilities. Parents also come praying that their child might one day trust God. Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior for the forgiveness of sins. The best passage for discussion is Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 7. First, it commands parents to love God if they truly wish for their child to one day love and follow God. Their lives must be an example. And uh, parents, grandparents, friends and family, we're gathered here today because these these parents uh, desperately are praying that, you know, you're the church um, for eternity to uh, to this child, with this child. So uh, this is a good time to maybe examine your own hearts, that you realize God's sovereignty um, and you realize God's love for you. So if you don't know Jesus Christ today, you know, we're here to celebrate a family growing bigger that um, one day, hopefully, this child will accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. So um, maybe this is a good time to examine your own hearts. Well, the second thing Deuteronomy makes clear is that the duty of teaching children belongs to the parents. Sunday schools can provide weekly instruction, but parents must seize the teachable moments that arise throughout life. Parents, prayer is important. Do not forget God in the monotony of life. I urge you, read your Bibles out loud Read out loud Bible stories for devotions. Have a family altar. By that I mean have a time where you read scripture, pray over one another, and and share about the hardships in life altogether. Give God thankfulness. Give him glory. In these moments while Gianna is small, Eric and Susan, pray over her daily. Pray prayers of thanksgiving. Pray prayers of hope and dreams. Pray for one another and remember each other in the journey of raising your daughter. Children are a gift from God. Psalm 127.3 proclaims that children are a heritage from the Lord. Children are a reward from him. As believers, we are called to recognize that children belong first and foremost to God. God in his goodness, gives children as gifts to parents. They not only have the awesome responsibility of caring for this gift, but also the wonderful privilege of enjoying the gift. Parents, children belong to God and are given by grace um, as gifts to parents. It is only proper and appropriate that children to be dedicated back to God. 
We are told in 1 Samuel 1 that Hannah presented her son Samuel to the Lord. In Luke 2.22, we read that Mary and Joseph brought their baby Jesus to the temple in Jerusalem in order to present him before the Lord. In the same way, Eric and Susan today bring Gianna presenting her first, uh, presenting first themselves and then their daughter before the Lord our God. Accompanying them today in making this commitment is a ton of friends and family. It's so nice to see so many new faces here gathered with us today at Vinco Brethren Church. You guys are celebrating the dedication of this child to God. So it is so awesome to have uh, friends and family here today. Eric and uh, Susan, I call to your attention again the commands of God recorded in Holy Scripture, Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 7. It tells us this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. These commands that I give to you today are to be upon your hearts. Impress them on your their, your children. Talk to them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road and when you lie down and get up. Ephesians 6.4 tells us this, Fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. God's instructions are plain. Eric and Susan, love God with every ounce and fiber of your energy and being and teach Gianna to do the same. As you love God, love one another, and love other people that might not always look like you, you will model before Gianna a wonderful love for God that she will probably want one day she'll see that from you guys you are the teachers in the house so now i ask eric and susan come on come on up front yeah you can stand right there yep yep that's that's perfect eric and susan by uh coming forward today before god and his people uh, do you hereby declare your desire to dedicate yourselves and gianna to the lord if so please respond by saying we do Awesome. Thank you. Having come freely, I ask now that you enter into the following commitment in the presence of God and his people so that Gianna may walk in the abundant life that Christ offers. Do you you and uh, Eric and Susan vow by God's help and in partnership with the church to provide Gianna a Christian home of love and peace to raise her in the truth of our Lord's instruction and discipline, and to encourage her to one day trust Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Now I asked that the church, um, you make a vow as well. Um, there's an old proverb that says, it takes a village to raise a child. Parents have the first responsibility, but parents need help and support uh, from the community. So I direct my questions now to the church. By being present in God's house today, do you hereby declare yourselves to be the to be the children of God because you trust in Jesus Christ alone for the forgiveness of sins and the gift of eternal life? If this is true, please respond by saying we do. Awesome. Thank you. Now, uh, would you all please stand?
Having come freely, I ask now that you make the following commitment to those who stand before you so that Gianna may walk in the abundant life that Christ offers. Do you vow by God's help to be faithful in your calling as members of the body of Christ to help Eric and Susan be faithful to God and help teach and train Gianna in the ways of the Lord so that she might one day trust her as trust him as a savior and and lord if you accept this responsibility please respond by saying we do awesome now if uh if I can pray over the child, that will be awesome. Um, um, Lord, we dedicate this child to you today. This child is yours, God. God, the reason Eric and Susan and all of their family and friends and we as a church gather here this morning is because we recognize that we are stewards of our own life. We are stewards as parents. God, that God, that our, our home isn't here, but God, you've called us here. God, you have a purpose for us here. God, leaning into that sovereignty that you have for us, Lord, is freeing. God, to recognize a child dedication today is so freeing, God, knowing that you are Lord over this child. And God, I just lift Gianna up to you. God, you knew her way before she was born. God, you, you know her 20 years from now. God, it is awesome to serve uh, and love a God who who just loves children. Uh, God, thank you so much for giving us instruction in your word and God, giving us the joy of children. God, I pray over Gianna. God, this child is yours in your blessed and holy name and that everyone said, amen. Awesome. Awesome. So we have a few gifts uh, for you this morning, uh, Eric and Susan and baby Gianna. She hasn't even cried yet. That That's awesome. She is pumped to be dedicated today. All right. Uh, so first and foremost, we have a, a certificate for you. So here, here's this fancy piece of paper. Here you go. And uh, you know, yeah, I think the greatest gift of all is that headband she's wearing right now. It is awesome. Um, and uh, here I have a, you know, Trying to choose a child dedication gift for the family can be a little tough because you don't really know what to get. But we, uh, along with the deacons, have discussed. Um, we uh, are going to present you with three colored roses. The first rose is for father. It is a red rose to represent a headship within the household. That you remember that uh, you love your family as Christ has loved the church, and that this red rose represents that headship within a household that lineage within a household so i present dad with a red rose and next for the for the mother i present a yellow rose this yellow rose represents the mother's love my mom always said you know it took a special person to be you know a mother of christ like with mary and how awesome mary was so i pray that you lean into the qualities that mary had um raising jesus and you look to her humility and humbleness and her caring nature um to raise this child into trusting christ jesus one day so this yellow rose represents that mother's love that just nothing can nothing can uh replace so this is that yellow rose for the mother's love and last and 
But not least, of course, uh, we have a white rose for baby Gianna, and this represents the innocence coming into this world that our hearts are apart from God until we accept him as Lord and Savior. And this white rose represents that innocence coming into this world that is scary and broken and, and sin can splot um, even the whitest of uh, of of hearts and um that that sin gets makes us dirty um so i pray that one day we can get to this uh that clean state so this is what that rose represents that whiteness that purity that uh you know he he washes us white as snow as it says in um one of the hymns so i i give that one to baby gianna now church i i give you uh this child today and i say and i now uh present gianna Michelle Kuzmiak. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much, um, church. Um, it was an awesome service today. <laughs> being being a young pastor, being 22 years old and doing uh, my first child dedication service like this is, is an awesome opportunity and privilege and is one I don't take lightly. I've been praying over this uh, Sunday uh for for days when I knew this was going to happen and um it's just so awesome to be gathered with you here you are literally the the family of Christ and and we're broken we're we are we 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 you know we fall back into sin but it is awesome to know that there is a body of believers here that we can lift each other up and um you know from when we're young to when we're old we're you know we all have a purpose today and each day that we wake up i hope when our feet hit the floor we just pray you know um holy holy are you lord god almighty who was and is and is to come that we just remember christ uh our lord each and every day uh when our feet hit the floor and we just go out and live for him um thank you so much for being gathered here and um we're going to transition into our, our final hymn. Uh, so if you have your hymnals out with you, go ahead and turn to it. 